It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Sports Radio 94 WIP Go Birds Radio. Little High Hopes Radio as well. And, and by the way, I know if you're listening to this show, if you're listening to Sports Radio, I hope you are a Go Birds listener. Uh, it's the pod me and James do together about the Eagles. New episodes almost every day. But you should also be subscribed and listening to the High Hopes pod. Uh, Devin, I mean, I'm sure I speak for you as well at this. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the coolest parts of this Phillies run has been just seeing, like, james and jack and listening to the pod and everything so if, if you're it. if you're not listening to the high hopes pod and not subscribe to it uh they will have a pregame show for you tonight here on wip post game as well that you can get in all your podcast feed so before we get into some more phillies because there is some off the the diamond off the field drama i guess i want to <laughs> i want to get into um first uh first trunk first trust bank the official bank of the philadelphia eagles Visit firsttrust.com for your, or your local First Trust Bank branch to learn more. I want to talk about the player to watch, the First Trust Bank player to watch, I should say. Devin, who is your First Trust Bank player to watch for tomorrow night? Eagles, Dolphins, prime time. I think the player to watch in this one has to be Jalen Hurts. You know, coming off of such a poor performance against the Jets, um, coming into a game that has so many layers to it, especially, you know, personally for Jalen Hurts. When you look at his history with Tua, you know, all the way back to their college days, um, and coming in to to prove himself, to bounce back after having probably the worst game, one of the worst games of his NFL career so far, and and coming in against the best offense in the league and proving that the Eagles – are here to stay, that they are here to compete, and that they are still Super Bowl contenders. Um, I think a lot of it falls on Jalen Hurts and his ability to, to play well tomorrow Is it night. fair to expect Jalen to win this game no matter what? Well, do you mean on his own? or Yeah, like, like he is the franchise quarterback. He's a $255 million man. He's right. the top three quarterback. Tomorrow it's primetime his house versus a great offense. Should I expect Jalen to win this thing no matter what? Like, even if it takes 40 points, if it takes 35, whatever it is, is tomorrow on Jalen? I think he puts that pressure on himself. I think Jalen Hurts will expect that of himself tomorrow night. But 
He can only do that if his, you know, offensive line stays healthy and, you know, Jack Driscoll doesn't come in like he did last week yeah, and completely true. falls apart. That's that fair. you can't really put on Jalen Hurts. So the, uh, the guys around him, of course, have to step up. Play calling has to be right um, and work in Jalen's favor. But I think Jalen Hurts is going to put this game on his, uh, on his own shoulders, as he always does. And I think so. he should. I mean, Jalen, for all of the amazing things he's accomplished so far in the NFL – he has not really won shootouts. Like, when, when look at the Super Bowl, and I know the defense yeah, right. gets a lot of blame. The offense also faltered in the second half. Jalen did have a turnover there. Great quarterbacks win shootouts. They win games where you have to get 35 points, and you get 35 points. You have to score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, then you score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So as much as we talk about this Eagles defense and the problems they have against the Dolphins offense, I think the Dolphins defense is worse than the Eagles defense, and I think Jalen has a more advantageous matchup. But... One thing I did want to get into is, I guess the, the Phillies or the Diamondbacks version of Attaboy has, has made its way into the NLCS. Um, so Garrett Stubbs, and I apologize, I don't remember where this was quoted in originally, but Garrett Stubbs was quoted as saying basically they're going to make a beeline for the, uh, the Diamondbacks pool in the, uh, in the outfield, you know, in the, in the stands, if they win. I'm paraphrasing here with something along those lines. And I guess that quote has made it to the Diamondbacks dugout. Here's what the Diamondbacks manager had to say about that, uh, that quote. So that was, and shout out to our uh, phenomenal producer, Ben. That was via Scott Lauber of the Inquirer, the original stock quote, I should mm-hmm. say, not, not that audio. But what's your opinion on this, on the drama? Uh, you mean the original Stubbs quote? Well, just all of it. The fact that Stubbs said it, the fact that they're using it now yeah. as motivation. Yeah. Um, well, you said stop before. Confused me. Threw me off. Sorry, that my, was my bad. My take on this. So we were talking about this on the morning show yesterday. Uh, and Joe DeCamera was trying to blame, you know, the, the previous loss on Thursday night on Garrett Stubbs' comments. Like, as if it was, like, the attaboy, you know, to Bryce Harper, who then went on to hit home runs. And I just thought it was ridiculous. I still think it's ridiculous. Do I think Garrett Stubbs should have said it? No. He's the backup catcher, though. Like, he's not even in the game. He hasn't played he didn't play in any right. game in Arizona. Like, he, he shouldn't have any impact uh, on the Diamondbacks' mentality. I think we're overblowing it a bit. And also, he should have known better because as someone from a team that literally just used fuel from not one but two different teams throughout this postseason to kind of bounce back and use it as Bolton board material, you can't give them Bolton board material to use against you. Yeah, so – I don't know where you fall on Bravo. Me and my wife love to watch Bravo, the drama, right? Mm. Like, I love this stuff. I love when quotes like this get brought up from players and are used as motivation. I loved when the Phillies used Attaboy, and I love that the Diamondbacks are doing it. Obviously, it's not advantageous for the Phillies that they are, but I'm okay with I'm okay with Stubbs saying it. I don't care that he's the backup catcher. I don't really care that he doesn't play. Like, this team is a personality team. Now, they have to back it up, and they have to start, like, being serious winners and, and right. not choking with the expectations. But I don't blame the Diamondbacks for using it. I don't super blame Stubbs for saying it. Unfortunately, much like Attaboy, if the Diamondbacks come out, come back and win this series, it will be used to an extent. I don't think it will be used as much as Attaboy was. Attaboy is, like, the ultimate yeah. Philly slogan now, or for the Phillies at least. Um, a, lot, a lot of awesome shirts out there with, with it on there. <laughs> but I'm, I'm okay with it mostly. But it's up to the Phillies to go out and uh, and back this up and to Stubbs. Well, but how amazing is it going to be? Well, I guess now they can't clinch out there, so it's they not can't, like yeah. he has a chance to go do it. And but I still. personally, like, I would not have ran to the pool if I were them. I think that's also pretty that pool's disrespectful. disgusting. Well, now, yeah, not to mention, like, who knows if they're able to play in the next games if they jump in that pool. Yeah. But all right, let's get to some uh, of our other great callers. Uh, my guy here, 
Justin from Richmond. Justin, how you doing, man? Hey, good afternoon, friends. How are y'all? What up, Justin? How how you feeling today? You know, I well, uh, I'm I'm feeling okay. Um, I think with with the game tonight with the Phils, I think I'm a little worried that Michael Lorenzen's going to have to have a part of this game, and that makes me a little bit nervous. Well, if Wheeler does his job, he shouldn't. I mean, I think Wheeler should be expected. I don't know where you fall on this, Devin, but mm. I think Wheeler should be expected to give them seven innings tonight. Like, you're the ace, yeah. man. You're, you're arguably the best player on the team if you take into account, like, positional importance. Go out and do what we expect Jalen to do. Do what we expect of Joel Embiid. Like, Zach, buddy, we need – the Phillies need you to get a win here tonight. I think you should expect – he should be expected to go out there and give you seven innings, and hopefully you don't have to go to Lorenzen. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Wheeler can and will go out and shove tonight, but I still think there's a world where Lorenzen comes in after him because, like you mentioned earlier, like who are you going to go to at this point? There's so right. many guys that have pitched back-to-back nights and back-to-back games and thrown a lot of innings and pitches. Like, you can't go to Kirkering tonight. You just you can't. I, I don't yeah, care what, what you yeah. say, Topper. You can't go. You can't pick Kirkering. But, um, I don't think you can go to Kimbrough. In, you can't terms, go to Kimbrough. Oh, no. well, that's that's a given. I didn't even think I needed yeah. to say that. Right. Um, <laughs> well, but they're going but, to back, go back to him at one point. Like, if they advance to the World Series, we will see Kimbrell pitch between now and whenever they're eliminated. Yeah. Or win at all. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that you, I don't know if you can throw him again in this series, though. I think, I think he really just has to, I think you've really got to give him a chance to reset and, and get a break. But real quick, because, uh, I know my mom is listening, and she's going to be mad about this this opinion. But I think you got to move Bomer out of the four spot. You've uh, got to give you've got to give Bryce at least a little bit of protection to see some pitches, right? Like right yeah. now, they're able to throw around him, knowing that Bomer's not going to do anything. Right. Um, so I would, would go with JT. There? I think J, JT. I think he's the hottest hitter in the lineup right now. That's not Bryce or. Um, or Schwerber Turner. So I think you have to go with JT behind behind Bryce. Wait, Justin, why is your mom, why doesn't she want to move Bohm? Is she a big uh, Alec Bohm fan? She's, she she actually sent me a picture this morning that she became a top fan of uh, the Alec Bohm Foundation on, on Facebook today. Wow. So, yeah, oh, wow. she, is, she is a big Alec Bohm She's a big Alec Bohm fan. Well, tell that fan club to give him some juice because he's going to get it going <laughs> offensively. <laughs> Well, every every time Bomer does uh, does something bad at the plate, I text her. I'm like, you need to have a talk with your boy and, and get him to figure <laughs> stuff out. So, Justin, quickly, um, where are you at with the Eagles? Man, I, I, I don't know, and I think that that scares me too. But I feel I feel better that uh, that Justin in Tennessee um, thinks they're going to win by four. That gives me that gives me a little yeah. bit more confidence. Uh, but I, I I would say that tomorrow's a, it has to be a Jalen game. I think. I think Jalen has to go out and win the game, unless it's a DeAndre Swift game, and at that point, I'm I'm good too. But I, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring than everybody thinks, because uh, I think both teams might play a little bit of, of time of possession game. But I could see it being like 27-24, and I'll probably go Birds just because Justin Tennessee did. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, Justin, always good to hear from you, buddy. Uh, talk to you soon, hopefully uh, before next talk- week. Um, oops, sorry, Justin. That was my first bad drop there <laughs> with the uh, with the power of the drop button. Um, the point he made is, is an interesting one, and I do actually think if the Eagles are going to win this game, the defense is going to have to hold them. Like I said, I think twenty seven under thirty points. 
because part of that is I think the Eagles do have a big advantage in the running game. I know the Dolphins are a great running team, but the Eagles are great at stopping the run. The Dolphins are. are not stopping the run, uh, at least have not been good at it this year. I'm curious for your perspective before we get to another caller here. Mm-hmm. Would you come out throwing it tomorrow and be the aggressive team, or are you more of a mindset of you can run on this team, you can control the clock, and uh, come out that way? I would come out throwing it to start, get points on the board, touchdown, not a field goal, and then run it to control the clock. I think you get the lead. The Eagles seem to play a much more confident game when they're holding a lead. So get the lead, go up by a touchdown, go up by a few points, and then just run the clock out and start giving it to DeAndre Swift. Yeah, so we've talked about this over the past few weeks on WIP. I need Sirianni to be a more aggressive head coach on fourth down. Tomorrow night, you're not going to win this game with field goals. If it's fourth and less than three inside of, frankly, go like, for it. Yeah, like inside of like the 40, like yeah, I'm going go for, for it, it there. I, and it's not about not showing faith in your defense. It's none of those things. It's that you have Jalen Hurts, you have A.J. Brown, you have Devonta, you have Dallas Goddard, you have that offensive line. The Dolphins' defense is not good. They are not a good defense. Every good quarterback they face this year, Justin Herbert, uh, Josh Allen, they have lit the Dolphins' defense up. So I need Sirianni. You brought up earlier, and I 100% agree with it. Way too much Jake Elliott this year, and yeah. that's on the offense, but Sirianni's the one that makes the decision to send Jake Elliott out there. Last year, they were dead last in the league in field goal attempts. This year, and I haven't uh, checked since last week, but going into last week, they were first in the league in field goal attempts. They are mm-hmm. kicking way more field goals, and that's on the offense, but it's on Sirianni to send him out there. So I need to see a more aggressive uh, Nick Sirianni tomorrow night. Let's keep it moving. Go to another great Go Birds caller, Chris from Ocean City. Chris, how you doing, man? Yo, what's up, Elliot? How you doing, Devin? What up, Chris? Hello, Chris. So, first off, just quickly on the subs quote, they can pretend that they're using that for motivation all they want, but let's not pretend like the Diamondbacks won last night. The Phillies lost it. I mean, yeah. just with all the errors, I mean, the, the you know, Sanchez missing the double play, and then Kirkering walking in a run. There's the two run, runs right there. So we lost that game. The Diamondbacks didn't so, win it. Chris, so I don't I, think that quote's of any consequence. I, I think it's an interesting point, but I feel like we need to also look at it. Like last year in the Braves series, Acuna made some errors in the outfield. The Braves made some mistakes. We don't ever really look at that and say the Braves lost that series. We give the Phillies credit for winning it. So I agree with your premise for sure. Like I don't think the Diamondbacks have played great baseball the last two games, and the Phillies are blowing it. But I think kind of baked into that statement by you is, like, still nobody seems to take the Diamondbacks seriously as a team that could win this series. I didn't either prior to Arizona. Now I am worried that this Diamondbacks team might just come back and win this series. And that's what I'm most frustrated about. You know, we talk so much this postseason about how they seem so much more ready for the moment and prepared and, like, acting like they deserve to be there. I felt like we were past this um, and just kind of disappointed in, in the way that they've shown up the last two nights. And then, but honestly, I feel better about the Phillies than I do about the Eagles. And I'm telling you right now, like, depending on what happens Sunday night, I've seen about all I need to see of Brian Johnson because wow. Jalen has regressed two full years worth. The offense has turned into let him run around, roll out, and bird dog A.J. Brown. And that's like when they signed Julio Jones, my first thought was like, oh, I can't wait to see how they not get him the ball too. <laughs> and they remind me so much of the Vikings team from last year that had this record and everyone thought that they were a good team, but when you took a deeper dive, they were one-score wins against poor competition. And that's exactly what I'm seeing from the Eagles right now. And so, the offensive yeah. – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, because I'm curious for your opinion on this, uh, and Devin, you as well. Like, I agree that the offense has not been what you would hope to see, 
I do think Brian Johnson catches too much of the blame. Like, Nick Sirianni is an offensive head coach. Brian's only calling plays because Nick can't. And Jalen is the franchise quarterback. He audibles at the line. Like he, I, So I get the Brian Johnson thing because he's the new figure in the equation. But I think we're just skirting blame from Nick when we just point to Brian. And that's well, who- possible, but, but it seems like – the first 15 plays, the scripted plays, always look great, and Jalen's playing at an MVP level. So I attribute that game plan to Nick, and I attribute the on-the-fly play calling to Brian. And I right, could be mistaken right. in that. That's what I was just going to ask you, Elliot. Like, whose calls it ultimately, ultimately, you know, when it's third and long and they choose to run it? So I blame Brian Johnson for that, but you think that's Well, I mean, there's a, I guess I would say there's a lot of components to that. Like, Nick and Brian come up with plays during the week that they like in those spots. And then within those plays – Brian makes the play call like in a big spot is Sirianni involved I'm sure Sirianni is in that discussion so Brian would like I guess call the play there but then on the field like Jalen has the very much ability to audible based off what he sees if you're doing an RPO he can decide to keep it versus hold it so I I get that Brian's the new figure I just think if we're going to blame the offense like I think Nick and Jalen hold more blame than Brian does and I'm curious to get your thoughts so it seems like when they get into the red zone, I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like they're afraid to have Jalen throw the ball. I mean, how many quarterback brawls have you seen yeah. in the red zone? How many um, you know, it, it, handoffs or sweeps have you seen? And I don't know if they don't trust him to read the defense or if he's audibly, but it's so freaking predictable. And it's hard for me to have confidence in them being able to, to run a, an arms race with Miami when the offense hasn't shown up. Because every week I think, like, oh, this is a week to put it all together. And then after the first quarter, it just slowly erodes into nothingness. And it's, I feel the same way. And you know I'm a huge Jalen supporter and have been from the jump. But I, I feel the same way about him as I do with Dion. Like, quotes and catchphrases are cool, but they mean jack squat unless you back it up with play. Just ask the big baller brand and see how, how, how their <laughs> marketing campaign went. Wow. So you I love that everyone's over together the, uh... and produce. Everyone's over the Jalen quotes after a loss. I know. When they win, they're like, oh, he's so wise. Welcome to uh, life as a franchise quarterback. <laughs> Chris, real quick, give me a prediction for tomorrow. Um, I think the Eagles lose 38-27, and oh, it's not even that close. Wow, I'm Chris, sorry. Then, i got to yeah. keep it real, man. Look, Chris, you're still my guy, but an unfortunate prediction. I'll talk to you next week, down, man. All right? All right, All right. So I think his point about the creativity in the red zone is an interesting one. They were good. They were better last week in the red zone. I think they actually finished two for two, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was two for three mm-hmm. in the red zone. But part of the issue with that is, like, the third down play and the fourth down play on the first touchdown, they just ran Jalen up the middle. Like, right. it, it didn't look to me like an offense that had spent all week, um, you know, coming up with some elusive, uh, some impressive new plan that they were going to execute. They just, like, basically, you know, ran the quarterback sneak twice. Um, it doesn't so, seem like anything they've done so far this season has been elusive, you know, or surprising yeah. or creative uh, offensively. I, I agree with that. But it's, I don't, also don't think Shane Steichen really ran a super creative offense. Like, they were pretty basic last season, too, and it worked for some reason, where now it doesn't seem to be working. Well, much. and I'll also say, and shout-out to, to Ruben Frank of uh, NBC Sports on, on this one, like, if you look at the offensive numbers this year compared to last year, they're very similar. They are. But and I why doesn't it feel like it? Just it just does. I, I agree with That's that. That's my biggest thing. Like, what something about well, you this team know why? just feels lesser. You know why I think that is? Because people can pretend they like to run the ball. I, 
every time this city is upset with the team, it's because they're not throwing the ball well. So yeah. th they're they're running it well, and they did earlier in the year, and they've had big running games. And look, they've had big passing games. Like Jalen had a good game against the Rams mm -hmm. last week. Obviously, not a ton of passing yards against a great defense. But I think like, and it's just factual. When th when the team is functioning at its best, it's when they're throwing the ball. Like. Uh, I think Chris brought this up. They look like two years ago at points because they're not a functioning passing offense right now. So, look, they just absolutely have to get better at that. Let's get one more call in here uh, before we go to break. See a bunch of good callers on the line. Let's go to Mike in New York. Mike, what up, man? Welcome to Go Birds Radio. What's going on, Elliot? How you doing, Devin? Hi, Mike. I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Uh, before we get to the birds, let me throw you uh, my two cents on the Phillies. Um, and, you know, maybe I have a little bit of a different perspective, being from New York and really being a Yankee fan who has fallen in love with the Phillies, so I'm not as emotionally as invested as everybody else. Elliot, I'm with you. I would be really concerned right now. Yeah. Um, you know, the only thing I think is really going for the Phillies tonight is that Wheeler's going to be on the mound. So if there's somebody that's going to stop the bleeding, that's going to be the guy because the, the mojo seems to have just kind of disappeared for the moment. So... I agree. And, uh, you know, this sounds silly, but it's true. Like, the fans in Arizona are kind of right now, like, getting a bit of the last laugh. Like, e like not Eagles since Phillies fans bought all those tickets, and it was like, mm -hmm. look how funny this is. And they made fun of the how bad the stadium was going to be. Well, guess what? They've lost both games there in Arizona. So, obviously, we all agree Phillies fans and Philly fans are better than Arizona fans in terms of just pure passion. But look, like, Arizona fans, it feels like right now they're the team that has the momentum. 100%, 100%. And listen, Craig Crumble cannot oh, see good. he cannot see meaningful innings anymore. Like if you if if Topper needs to need an arm like in middle relief, like you know the fourth inning, fifth inning, throw him in there. He cannot see the mound for this team past the seventh inning ever again. Simple as that. I don't know if I completely disagree with you. Like I feel that same way. Last night, out, out watching it, when Kimbrel comes in, like the feeling at the bar was one of just despair and like almost you know what was going to happen. I just don't know who else you go to. Like maybe you save Hoffman, Hoffman for those spots. Um, obviously, they've had other pitchers that have had you know good high leverage spots. Kirkring's kind of falling apart. I actually have some faith in Matt Strom, but yeah, um, Alvarado, Alvarado for sure. Uh, Mike, real quick, what, you have any Eagles points you want to get out? I think the Eagles show up in a huge way tomorrow. I think they uh, I think they really dig deep. Look, I'm, I, I actually am a big believer in the Kelly Green night and the juice that's going to be flowing at the length. I think the Eagles explode tomorrow, and I think they win by 20. High 40s to like 25, something like that. Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, look, certainly people will feel better depending on what the Phillies do. Mike, always good to hear from you, man. Talk to you soon. You got it. My man. Um, the Dolphins game reminds me a little bit of last year. Remember when the whole narrative was the Eagles hadn't beaten anybody and the Titans were coming, and it was yeah. that was the big game. I was like, this is the prove-it game. They came out and played one of their best games of the year. So I do think there's a strong chance we get a statement game by the Eagles tomorrow night that makes everyone feel better. So hopefully, want to get into more of that on the other side, get back to the Phillies. I'm curious what people think of that Stubbs uh, comment. I see some people – on the board that, that want to talk about that. So we will get into all that on the other side. This is Go Birds Radio here at the beautiful Parks Casino. Elliot Shore Parks, Devin Caney, uh, Sports Radio WIP. We will be right back. What a time of the year, by the way, it is for Philly sports fans. Baseball playoffs, plus the birds in college football, too. Fly Guys hockey and Philly basketball right around the corner. Fly Guys doing better than people thought. Uh, live bet it all, including on the fly, on the fly Guys. 
on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Nobody does live in-game betting better than Bet Parks. Bet on the action as it happens. Join me right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. The Bet Park Sportsbook is the only sports betting app that I use myself, and it's the only one that I recommend to all the GoBirds listeners, friends, and family. Why? Because it is safe and easy to use. Live betting, parlays, prop teasers, they have it all on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Sports Radio, 94 WIP, Go Birds Radio, High Hopes Radio, a little bit of everything uh, today. Look, I would say clap your hands, Radio. The Sixers did win last night. I know nobody <laughs> cares right now. Seems Joel played well. But Was it their uh, last? Last preseason Okay. Game. So, you know, actually, I, I didn't watch, but I saw someone tweeted about that. That uh, Let's good one Joel and, and Paul Reed, I think, were... We're Played playing well. well. And I was like, nice. you know what? I needed this right now. Actually. That is what the city needs. Yeah. If anyone's going to bring back the morale of the city, I think we all know <laughs> the team to do it is, uh, is the Clearly Sixers. Clearly the Sixers. Yes, exactly. We don't care. So, yes. Well, look, I will go down with the ship. I still believe in the Sixers team. Uh, do you they, believe James Harden's going to play? I'm starting to believe he's not going to play, Yeah. unfortunately, which is a yeah, shame. might have to accept that one. They could win a title if he came back and played, but... We'll see what they're able to trade him for. Anyway, we don't want to talk Sixers today. No. It is a Phillies day. It is an Eagles day. Let's go back to the uh, board. we got a ton of great callers on the line. Let's start off with Alex from Delaware. Alex, what up, man? How you doing? Yo, ESP, what's up? Shout out to James finally getting a nap in, I hope. Right? <laughs> Look, James deserves every minute of sleep he can get right now. Uh, yeah. we, we miss him here. Devin, doing an awesome job, though. Happy Thank to you. have her. Thank in. you. Yeah, that man's averaging, what, like 90 minutes of sleep per night. Yes. So he and you deserves can't tell. to have he's the a, Saturday day off. High energetic man. But yeah. uh, Alex, yes, agreed. He deserves it. Yeah, real my quick uh, Phillies point before I get to the Eagles. Uh, you know, MLB cannot afford to have a sweep. They can't, they can't continue the narrative of teams having off and, and, you know, Vegas needs to make money. They can't have all these days without baseball. So don't worry about it. We're built for this. Don't, the expectations thing is ludicrous, Elliot. I, think I don't you're think like, it is. I mean, they, they, they're built for this moment, man. Wheeler's going to go out tonight. We're going to get it tonight. We're going to get it done. He knows the bullpen is stretched in. He's going he's gonna to show up. No, so no need I, to worry about so that. So, look, I do think that we're going to find out if the Phillies are winners or not. Like, this will be tonight, tomorrow. Like, we're going to find out. But last year, when they lost two in a row to the Astros, it was over. 
Like, when this team starts to slump, they have a hard time getting out of it, especially in the postseason. So I do have concern about tonight, and I have concern about their ability to win this series. I didn't before, but I also didn't think they'd lose two in a row. I love the tinfoil hat theory, though. I'm always in on a good uh, conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, man. And, and also, the subs thing goes both ways. So now, you know, it's like the he said, she said, well, we now they know what they're using it as fuel, so we're going to use it as more fuel. You know what I mean? Bring it on. These guys, they're not good. Do it, not stubs, so is what you're do, it do, for, do it for Stubbs. Do it for Gary. No, but you know, stubs, you know what I think that shows about this Phillies team? They what? really are so likable to even their opponents that the only thing the Diamondbacks can cling on to is the backup catcher making a statement about the pool. Yeah. Like, come on. Exactly. Yeah, look, I think just like the right. Phillies used, uh, whose name's escaping me right now, the, the attaboy comment against the Braves. Oh, like, Orlando. Orlando, RCM. yeah. Like, you're going to be able to use whatever you can. Um, but I agree. Uh, the Phillies now ha- know that they're using it. And look, again, tonight's the night. Like, we're going to find out everything we need to know about this group of Phillies. We're going to find out All about right. Zach Wheeler. We're going to find out everything we need to know. What do you think about the Eagles, man? Let's, let's get it back to the Eagles. I've had this game circled since the schedule came out. This foo-foo Miami XFL Arena League offense, I don't know how this is legal, what they're doing with these people still running and snapping the ball at the same time. So you're saying the they should outload, outload uh, outlaw like yeah. they want to do the tush-push, basically. Exactly, 100%, man. I'm watching yes. uh, Dan Orlovsky break down how they're literally sending people in motion while the ball's being snapped. Last time I checked, you know, that's Arena that's League point. right there, dude. You want to do that, go, you know, the – well, you know, Green interesting point, Allie. Interesting point, real quick. The Dolphins are number one in the league in motion before before the snap, and I believe the Eagles are dead last in the league. So, very different styles of offense uh, heading into Sunday right. night. We're gonna we're gonna hit them in the mouth. It's gonna be a swift game. You know, it's gonna which will open up the path. It's gonna be high scoring. I think. Let's go, Birds, all the My way. Man. Good to talk to you, Alex. Uh, talk to you soon, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if they're going to outlaw the tush push just because it works, I don't see why you shouldn't outlaw everything other teams do that work. Yeah, you know, I feel like based. the tush push slander has uh, quieted down a lot this past week. I don't know if it's because we've been focused on the Phillies or not, yeah. or because the Eagles lost. All of a sudden, no one wants to talk about the tush push being illegal <laughs> anymore. So it, weird how that works. It, it is weird how that works. It's also funny. I feel like last week was the first time in forever they didn't attempt it all game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't think they did. Right? Like, there was quarterback sneaks in the end zone, but I feel like those weren't uh, there might have been. Those yeah. were more of, like, draws, I feel like, yeah, than straight right. tush push. So, anyway. Yeah. We'll see this week if they're going to do it. Let's get back to the line. Uh, we have Ryan Spader from Media. Ryan, what up? How you doing? What's going on, brother? Um, what up, Ryan? So, first of all, I know it's uh, the uh, birds talk. So, I want to say I think this is an important game uh, in terms of whether this team has it or they don't have it. Um, but okay. What do really, you think? Do you think they have it? I do. I do. And I, I think they're going to make a statement. Uh, I'm looking at 27 to 20. Um, I think they have a very strong team. Um, you think they hold them to 20 but, points? I do. Wow. I mean, look, if Desai does that, I might have to eat some Gannon Crow in terms <laughs> of uh, him shutting down a, an elite quarterback. Yeah. So then the uh, this, so I got three three things for you. So All the right. uh, second one is I want to say, uh, Devin, you're. I've heard you in the morning show. I always listen in, but I, I can never call in um, because I'm always at work. Uh, you're doing an awesome job hosting, so you're oh, absolutely you. kicking ass. I think I you can say that, that on radio. <laughs> I, I believe you're allowed um, to say well, that. Well, you said it. I can yeah. never tell what word you're allowed to not I say. I hear Joe DeCamera say that word quite <laughs> Yeah, I hear him say it, too. 
There's only seven words he can't say, right? Yeah, we don't have to go through this anymore. <laughs> I'm a don't host often, so I don't want to. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. The the last thing I got is, um, you know, I woke up. I was not feeling confident in the Phillies, and I will say, and the reason why I think Devin, you're doing a great job, is because you gave me newfound confidence in the Phillies tonight. Um, I'm oh. feeling good about them. I'm feeling good about them tonight, um, and uh, I, I think they're going to press forward and uh, look good going forward. Um, I agree. I'm, not, I'm sure neither one of you know who I am, but, you know, I work in baseball a little bit. Oh, and cool. um, Yeah. And awesome. uh, I, just, I just think uh, I, I think I woke up with the wrong attitude, and uh, your guys' show has put me in the right attitude. So, um, you know, go Birds, awesome. go well, Phillies. Appreciate it. Devin, good job by you single-handedly turning I'm, the uh, the morale of Ryan and the fan I'm base honored. around. But I don't, I don't blame him. Look, I woke up in a bad mood, too. I woke up and my first thought was, did that game really just happen? Like, yeah. it sucks. It really sucks. But I do have confidence that this Phillies team can turn it around, and they will turn it around starting tonight. So last night at the bar, um, obviously, you know, you go out to watch with people. It's an awesome atmosphere. Like, I'm waiting for Dancing My Own to be played. Like, it's that close. That's yeah. the moment you do it for. And, well, I still, and they've been I still doing get, when so they t- well that you almost assume exactly. that that's how the night's going to end. Right. Like, honestly, I feel like at Citizens Bank Park, it's almost like buying ticket, a ticket to a concert. Like, yeah. you know what to expect. You're going to mm-hmm. watch the players make awesome plays. You're going to get Dancing on My Own at the end. You're going to get the High Hopes uh, song at the end. I just still can't believe he tied that game up on that home run. Like, just the feeling <laughs> was just complete and utter shock. And I guess it shows people do have faith in the team. So I want to get to this caller. It says he is driving down to the game. So it looks like some more Philly fans in attendance tonight in Arizona. Let's get to You can tell he's driving. Let's get to Brian in California. What up, Brian? Hey, Philly. How you doing? Doing good, man. So you are driving down to the game, uh, I guess, from California. So I guess you're not driving from Philly. That would Yeah, on my way to Phoenix right now toward our boys. And I got to give you my two cents on Philly right now. Right, I think – we have to win this game to prove that we are a serious World Series contender because I agree. Mm-hmm. I have full faith in us winning at home if it comes to it. I think we can easily win both back-to-back games at the bank. We are unreal at the bank. That's just something that Philly does. But when it comes to playing the Astros, if we can't even beat the Diamondbacks away at their own turf, it's going to be a lot harder for us to do it in Houston, man. It's going to be a very well, difficult Brian, I'm, series. I'm happy you. I'm happy you brought up the Astros because I think what's getting overlooked a little bit in the you know Phillies kind of collapsing in Arizona is the Astros have come back and they look once again. They're not as good as they were last year. But if I'm the Phillies, I would have much rather played Texas. They didn't have the experience. They uh, I don't think were as good as the Astros this year. Astros weren't as, aren't as good as they were last year. But now they're kind of coming back and showing that they're going to be a tough opponent if the Eagles do do get past the Diamondbacks. Oh, 100 percent. We I would love to see a back-to-back series and it go the other way. And um, you know, one thing that we kind of have to do is bring the same energy that we have home to our away games. I know it's completely different without our tenth being being the bank at the field. But, you know, bring the bat. And I, I don't like all the excuses of the stadium being a lot farther. Kind of nothing. We need, like, Harper and Catalanos to show up and actually hit a dinger or two in this game. I say if Wheeler goes six innings and we hit two home runs, we have this game in the bag. Yeah. Look, Brian, I think a lot of people hope you are correct. Thanks for calling, man. Have a good uh, rest of your drive and make sure you uh, 
Be go, loud. Yeah, go say what's up to the uh, you know John Marks and Jack Fritz. They'll be there tonight. So make sure you find them. Yeah, go up. Philly. All right, my man. Good to hear from you, Brian. Um, yeah, I mean he's right about they have to go out and do it on the road. They mm-hmm. they split in Atlanta. They blew that that second game. Um, and look, Citizens Bank Park, and you can obviously speak to this too, being down there. Like, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable when you're there for a playoff game. It is my favorite. sporting event experience in the world. It is truly like last postseason, I was blown away by going to my first game. So I was a senior in high school the last time the Phillies won a World Series in 2008. So I didn't really get to experience, you know, going down to the ballpark. I went to the parade, but that was about it. Did you run the city hall when they won? Uh, What? So I I was (laughs) in, I don't know what year of college I was. I mean, I, I was in college. But anyway, so I was at Temple, and we all ran to City Hall when they won. But I guess I wasn't. It'd be yeah, a long run I was from where we were in high school. school. Okay. So, yeah, well, no, no, run. I was excited, but I didn't get to go to the games and experience. And now, especially working in Philly sports, like it is, yeah. it's such a high. It is so much fun, and I. It's to a point where I literally have people reaching out to me. So my friends, a sports reporter in Toronto, it's like a destination, asking me if I can get her tickets because she wants to experience yeah. it. Because people watching from afar are looking at Citizens Bank Park, and it's becoming a destination, like a Philadelphia experience, and I love it. And I want to get back there. I just hope that we can get back there on a positive note after yeah. a win tonight. Well, look, it'll be interesting to, to hear and to see. I mean, I'm sure, you know, we'll, I sound, I think you'll be at the game on Monday. Right? I will yeah, be at so, the game on Monday. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the crowd is like if they come back 3-2. Like, I know, and it's funny because for the first time, I'm like, well, I agreed to tickets to game six. I didn't think it would even get to game Yeah, I think six. a lot of people. So now I'm kind of grappling with that, and then I'm like, what if they lose Saturday night. I don't know how my vibes are going to be, honestly. It'll be bittersweet. Well, that's the flip side. I think the crowd is awesome. It's unbelievable. I agree with you. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in sports. I've been Mm -hmm. lucky to be at a lot of big Eagles games. A a Citizens Bank playoff crowd is the coolest thing I've ever seen. But the flip side of that is if they lose tonight, and they could, if they lose tonight and you come back Monday, I'll be curious to see how tense that crowd is to to start the game. So one more segment to go here at Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Park Casino. Got some callers I still want to get to. I see you, Mike, Kevin, Ron, Tom, John. I'm going to try to get to all you guys on the other side, hopefully. Um, and we will keep talking Phillies and keep talking Eagles here on Go Birds Radio at Parks Casino. Um, fall is the best time of year. And why? Because there's so much to love about, this, about the fall, especially re- with the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two free windows for every two you buy, plus no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for two full years. If your old windows are hard to open or close or drafty and leaky, now is the time to call Window Nation. Take care of it now before the cold weather arrives. You'll be loving the new look and feel of your home, plus, get this, up to 30% off your energy bill when you get new windows from Window Nation. You'll also love Window Nation's knowledgeable exterior designers and quick, clean, accurate, professional installation. Not to mention, you'll love the savings with this fantastic offer. Put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for two full years. And for every two windows you buy, you'll get two windows free. But this offer will disappear as fast as the leaves on your maple tree. So call Window Nation, 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com. That's 866-90-NATION or online at windownation.com. Sports Radio, 94 WIP, Go Birds Radio at the beautiful Parks Casino. It's packed in here today, man. It is. We got a lot of fun things going on. It looks like there's some type of MMA fight. Not yeah. really sure what that I think it's is. it's UFC. Okay. Is that MMA? I don't know. I maybe. don't know. It looks like people are fighting on the screen. Fight person. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, fighting the Astros. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, fight in the Astros-Rangers game last night. 
Was there? There was. Oh, yeah. there was. The yeah. bench is cleared. Yeah. How about I was that? so focused on the misery that was the Phillies yes. game that yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. So you know, don't want to see any fight tonight. It would be it'd be nice to see some fight from the team. To yeah. Come out yeah. With you a, know, a some, little emotion, but some mental fight. I think before the so the final segment, unfortunately, we'll make our prediction for tonight at the end of it uh, on what we think is going to happen tonight. But before we wrap up, I want to get to all these great callers we have on the line. Um, let's go to Mike from Mantua. Is I guess how it's pronounced. Uh, Mike, you're on uh, WIP. From Mantua. What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, I think the only thing I agreed with you with so far is the not changing the lineup. Okay. I think it is a vibe team. I feel like, you know, Trey Turner was turned around in the beginning of the season with all of the cheering of the crowd. They always emphasize the fans and how no home team advantage is like a Phillies home team advantage. Yeah. And and right now, if you're if you're listening to the radio, if you're if you're looking at you know, Facebook groups, whatever, anything. Everybody's so negative, and there ain't no fans. There's, there's not really many fans out there in Arizona like there are around here. So all they have really is social media, the radio, the TV. They need a little encouragement. Nobody's really giving it to them. A standing ovation is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know about standing ovation, but a little, little, little positivity. So a Mike, little I, I, Mike, I, I get your point, right? Like, I think this team deserves to have to be, you know, supported by the fans, obviously. But in terms of being negative, I don't think fans are being negative. I think people are being realistic. They went to Arizona with the expectation that this was going to be a sweep. Everybody said it was over. Everybody felt the ballpark was going to be, you know, a terrible atmosphere. And that's not what happened. Like, they blew it. They blew it with sloppy baseball. They blew it with poor pitching, the poor hitting from some key players. So, yes, I agree with you. Like, everybody hopes they win tonight. And I'm sure by the time 807 comes around, everybody will be encouraging and exciting. But right now, I completely understand why fans are frustrated because of how sloppy this team went and played in Arizona. I'm not saying I understand, but, you know, there's, there's nine innings to a game when fans are moaning about one point in the second inning. It's a little ridiculous. That, that's all I'm saying. Well, that's – yeah, lo- yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Devin. I mean, I was just going to say that one point, like, it, it could change an entire game, and that's why baseball, and especially playoff baseball, is so stressful. Thanks for the call, Mike. I appreciate it. Sorry to – But I, I don't think that they've – like. Look, look around us here at the sports book. There's a guy in a Philly shirt right there. There's a Phillies jersey uh, across the way. Like, people are still supporting this team. For not. sure. That guy just looked at me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're giving him a shout-out. It's not right? like we're com- we're not supporting the team after they lost two games. Like, I'm still confident in them. It's just a bummer what they did. They- well, and I look, I think bummer is a good word, f- a word for it. But also, it's a massive disappointment. Like, this series was supposed yeah. to be over. We were I mean, suppo- they were rolling yeah, going into Arizona. We were supposed Arizona. to be doing this show today talking about the World Series and Eagles. Dolphins right. and we're not because the Phillies blew it like let's just call it what it is let's hold them to the same expectation we hold the Eagles to let's hold them to the same expectation we hold other teams to like the Phillies were not supposed to lose those two games in Arizona if they want to be a team that goes to playoffs every year that is a World Series contender like welcome to expectation welcome to not being able just to lose two games and if everybody's still just go crazy for you because it's fun to be loud at Citizens Bank Park like mm. it's awesome and I appreciate it but this team absolutely deserves criticism let's go to uh, Kevin from Delaware let me see if I can get him up here. It is not working. Oh, no. I'm here, Kev- Elliot. Oh, oh, Kevin, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> what's up, guy? Good. Good to hear from you. I'm good to talk to you, Devin. Nice to finally talk to you as well. Hey, real quick on the Phillies. I called into the morning show on Tuesday, and I said, what scared me the most is Craig Kimball. And I said, when he gets on the mound, I just get, I get nervous. And he's blown two games for us, these last two games. So I don't want to see him at all because he literally scares me. He has no control over his fastball or nothing. Now, I know you got to go, but Elliot, the Eagles. Yes. The key impact players for me tomorrow night, it's a team. It's the offensive line. 
Jordan Maialata has been on skates all year long. Every time he goes up against a good pass rusher, every time it's pressure on, on Jalen, it's Maialata's man. Chase Young owned him. They owned him last week. What hurt last week is that Driscoll was in there, and that even put more pressure on it. So in mm-hmm. order for us to win the game, you guys said that Jalen's got to play great. The offensive line has got to play like the premier offensive line that we all said they were at the beginning of the season. Yeah, look, I agree with you, man. Uh, Kevin, awesome to hear from you. Sorry we're, we're a little bit up against it. But, uh, yeah, I think the offensive line absolutely has to play well tomorrow night against a good Miami pass rush, uh, and it'll be a challenge. So, Devin, before we wrap things up here, let's get your prediction for tonight with the Phillies, and then you want to throw an Eagles prediction in there as well. Am I doing score for Phillies? I mean, if you want to, you know, be um, a true predictor here. <laughs> I mean, baseball. You don't want to not be a Joe DeCamera and not make a score prediction. Oh, I make score predictions, but for baseball, it's tricky. I think the Phillies win this one, though. I think they win 5-1. to one. Five, Wow, 5-1. to one. So you yeah. really think they come back and make a statement yeah. there? All right, what about the Eagles? Um, oh, sorry, I didn't really. I thought we were going back and forth on that well, one. Well, I'll just go Boto. I yeah. will go Eagles victory, 31, 34 Eagles to 31 Dolphins. Okay, high scoring. So I think the Eagles... I think the Phillies will win tonight. I'm not as confident as you are. I'm nervous about this game. I think Wheeler has to step up and show why he's one of the best athletes in the city. But I think they will get it done. I think it's going to be tense. I don't think it's going to be fun. But I think we'll all get to hear dancing on my own at the end. I'm going to go 3-2 to two Phillies. Ooh, I'm going to predict one. for a win. And then for tomorrow, I feel good about the Eagles. I think they're a better team than the Dolphins. They're at home. I don't think they're going to lose back-to-back games. I think if they win, it's going to be because the defense plays better than we think. So I'm going to go 33-27 to 27 Eagles tomorrow night. Okay, similar. Yeah, similar. I think that's like the fifth different score I've given this week. But that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to stick with for now. No so, one's keeping track. It's fine. Devin, thank you so much for coming in today. It thank was, you uh, for having me. It was, it was so awesome fun. to have you on. Uh, if James ever decides to get another nap in, we are, we'll be welcome yeah, to have to you, join you back on Go Birds. Thank you to all the callers. Uh, it was definitely a fun, therapeutic two hours after last night. Always enjoy hearing from you guys. Um, Rob Ellis is next. I'm sure he will be talking uh phillies as we lead into the game and then of course jack fritz james seltzer later tonight on high hopes radio so thank you to everybody that's listened uh this has been go birds from the beautiful parks casino here and let me tell you one more time what a time of the year it is for philly sports fans baseball playoffs plus the birds and college football too fly guys hockey and philly basketball is right around the corner live bet it all on the bet park sportsbook app nobody does live in-game betting better than bet parks Bet on the action as it happens. Join me right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. The Bet Parks Sportsbook is the only sports betting app that I use myself, and it's the only one that I recommend. It's safe and it's easy to use. Live betting, parlays, props, teasers, they have it all on the, bar, on the Bet Parks Sportsbook app.